And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to good old Rocky Pod. Uh, we're down a person tonight. Chris is in parts unknown, filming his new show. Um, we'll, we'll talk to him about that later. But, uh, so the Vols traveled to Tuscaloosa and took on the Crimson Tide this past Saturday. Fell short, 52-24, but we went and we gave it our all. What, what do you guys think? What? Well, just a, a little bit short, yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little. Yeah. yeah. Just a little. Gosh, I... I mean, it was kind of discouraging that that, that was the final score when yeah, the, the game was definitely much closer than that, but... Yeah, the final score didn't do it any justice. If anything, it's a tell of where this roster is just compared to an Alabama, a Georgia. You know, they just have so many players there to uh to plug in and keep them fresh and we definitely don't but man the effort that our team showed through about what three quarters and a little bit of the fourth was just i was so proud i mean honestly wasn't hurt by losing yeah screw alabama but i was proud of our effort what do you guys think well i think for me like everything you say i agree with but it's also i'm just I feel like we've said, like, the final score isn't an indicator of how close the game actually was for, like, 10 years now. You know, it's like, I don't know. I'm like, and I really do believe that, it, you know, that we had a really good game. And, like, you know, going into the fourth quarter, we kind of had a chance to, you know, make a couple plays and take the lead. But it just kind of, I feel like we just kind of, like, we played them close, we played them good. And, we just kind of ran out of gas and, you know, our depth got to us. So I, I, I do agree with you that it's like the final score isn't the indicator of how close it really was, but I'm also tired of saying that. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree. I was pretty like for as well as we played, I was still pretty dang bummed out at the end of the game. Like I feel like we should have hung in there with them throughout the whole game. I just don't think our coaching, I, I mean, Heifel's done a good job most of the year, but there were just some decisions he made in that game that had me scratching my head. I just, like, yeah, I'm okay. Like the first two or three, I mean, the first two or three short yardage situations in the game, like it made sense to try to run the ball. We were running the ball well all year, but it was just clear that our offensive line was no match for Alabama's D-line in that situation. So, we honestly, we should have just abandoned that and started throwing the ball, and we just didn't do that. And then, obviously, the fourth and one in the fourth quarter was a huge mistake, and surely Josh Heupel would agree with that, I hope. Yeah, um... The thing I didn't like about the running game was it seemed that we just kept trying to force the same, like, inside run. Like, I don't know what they call it. It's, you know, I don't know if it's an RPO or halfback zone, whatever. But try try to, you know, run off tackle a little. I mean, try to change it up, especially when, like you said, Alabama's line is just, I mean, it's not many better in the SEC. Um I mean, I just feel like we were still getting open most of the night. 
I, I just That's I don't understand why we stuck. I just Hooker man does not. I don't know because it doesn't look like the pocket breaks down as quick as he bails on some of these passing plays. Um, so I don't I don't know like I just don't think he's given it enough time to develop. But I I don't know what he's seeing like defensively. So I don't know. I think for me, yeah, I mean, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, okay. No, I was just uh, talking about the play call. And, like, I, I did, like, agree with Caleb and you about, like, I didn't like the play calling. But then I kind of had to think, like, would the play calling have been different if Hooker was healthier or Tyon Evans was healthier? Maybe the play, the bad play calling was an indication of, like, Hooker not being at full strength and Tyon Evans not being at full strength and – the offensive line just getting murdered every time the ball is snapped. Yeah, I wonder how much yeah. missing Cade Mays played into that too because yeah. I think that was a big, big loss for us. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I kind of – I get it to some extent, like in the right. first half, those excuses, but you just got to adjust at some point. And I think they, they started to a little bit in the second half, but it was just too late. Yeah, that fourth and one. So I mean, weird. Like, whatever you think's gonna happen, just I don't know. Like it, it's like it's a fast offense, but it just feels like we have no rhythm for what happens. Like, it, it's very strange to me. Like, it's hard yeah, to I mean, keep up with drives, and I don't know. Sometimes we just yeah, we completely lose all rhythm, and that's when we go three and out twice in a row in our. Yeah put our defense out for an entire quarter <laughs> yeah they're used to that alabama had the ball for 40 minutes on uh saturday night only gained 574 yards in those 40 minutes though so hey I mean, somebody can do the math out there let us know if that's good <laughs> but it was like I mean, thinking I'm... about alabama games years past it was nice like not seeing alabama just score every two plays you know, I feel like that was what Alabama has done to us in, you know, the past three or four years. At least our defense was good enough this year to make them have to do kind of like long extended drives. Yeah, and they got bailed out all night by freaking Bryce Young. That's Yeah. Oh man, if you got a running quarterback against us, like you got a good chance because we cannot cover the quarterback. Yeah, if Jeremy Banks is our spy, you're gonna do good. <laughs> Like he's good. Like he he's kind of a decent, like uh, you know, linebacker. But his sideline to sideline speed, chasing down a running quarterback, is his weakness. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do we play any more running quarterbacks the rest of the year? I mean, Stetson Bennett, Kentucky's. <laughs> yeah, he can. I mean, move a little bit, not great. And then Kentucky's guy, I think, can is okay, but yeah, not great. He's more of a pro style yeah. guy. One thing I did like was, um, I think it was at the end of the third, start of the fourth, when Alabama scored to put it up, uh, I believe they went up 14, and then we came right back and hit Tillman for that 70-yard pass. Like, I was like, okay, years pass, you go up 14, okay, you're going to win by 30 here. But, no, we fought back, but uh, <laughs> you put your defense right back on the field after that. So Yeah. Uh, 
so a lot of people, I mean, I'm not a huge time of possession guy. And a lot of people are saying we need to slow the offense down to, you know, get more time of possession. And I don't think I agree because that Tillman touchdown was because we went fast. Alabama's defender was like not even looking at Tillman when the ball was snapped. Yeah, he was he was gone. Um, the issue yeah, is I, t- I totally agree. The issue is going three and out. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Caleb. Like I could care less if we have we possess the ball for thirty seconds the entire game. Um, why did I get him? No, I got so big right there. But yeah, uh, <laughs> like I took over like half the screen. No, but I agree with you. Time possession means nothing to me. If like our offense going fast gets us points, then go for it. But I do agree that the there has to be a balancing act between going super super fast and not getting super super fast three and outs. So I'm just looking up yeah, here. We sure. had oh my gosh, so we punted seven times. Uh, let's see. First drive, three and out. So one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five three and outs that ended in a punt. Like, oh my gosh. When you punt seven times, like, that's not good. So hopefully they can fix that. But thankfully, it's a bye week. Don't have to worry. Let our boys rest, get healthy. Um, Because we got big end of the season coming up. But we'll get to that later. Um, so what other what other takes we got from Alabama? I mean, they definitely looked like they mailed it in to stop our running attack, which was kind of surprising, I guess. But I was surprised we didn't see a whole lot of those um, wide receiver screens that we ran earlier in the season. Because if you're doing that, like, you have a good chance of, um, I mean, like, with Alabama stopping the run, like, if you run those, you got a decent chance to, you know, make a play on it. So... A little surprised at that, but all in all, I was just happy at the effort. I mean, we we just don't have the depth, the talent. I mean, we hung in I mean, there, but... The, what? The one thing that surprised me more more than anything was how much Alabama tried to give us the game. I mean, they had a, they had a punt blocked. They had a roughing... Our punter on like fourth and twenty three. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen Alabama do. Yeah, they fumbled, and they nearly fumbled again. <clears throat> they, I mean, they just made a ton of mistakes, which is super uncharacteristic for them. Yeah, it's the same for me. It was like I, I went out of the game just kind of like being like, man, like I kind of you know I think I mentioned this before, maybe in the group chat. Like I feel like Alabama was more gettable than. Georgia's going to be. Now, I didn't think we were going to win the game, but I was still surprised at how gettable they actually are. You know, I know we, we kind of fell apart at the end of the fourth quarter and the score is what the score is, but, man, they were actually really – they have some vulnerabilities. Like, they might lose one, two more games. Yeah. Boy, that, that hooker interception, that – at that yeah. point, I just checked out. I was like, okay, I know what about, what's about to happen, and <laughs> it happens. So, yeah, made it for the guy. He's he's played phenomenal this year. Um, love him. Hope he sticks around for did a you see, year. Did you see where Mel Kuyper has him, like, the eighth best draft-eligible quarterback? I mean – Hooker? There's not – quarterbacks yeah. are just bad anymore. Dang. Like, who, who was the last – 
you know, recent quarterback to come out of college. It's been phenomenal. In the NFL? Hey, well, in the, Trevor the Lawrence. CFL. Was... Yeah. But, uh, well, but I, mean, I, guess you, I didn't know if you were saying where. No, I mean, like, into the NFL, like, overall the last two decades, aside from a few, like, quarterback play has been horrible in the league. Yeah, like, Andrew Luck was the lock of the century, and then he's already out of the NFL. <laughs> you know? Uh, but I think, you know, time will tell. I think Justin Herbert will probably be the best one recently. He's doing really good. I mean, yeah. Pat Mahomes is having a terrible year, but he's obviously yeah, a really good kind quarterback. Of a, but he, was, he wasn't expected to be what he was, you know? Yeah. yeah. The one that's surprised me that's actually good is Kyler Murray. I didn't expect that guy to be good. It took him a while. What about, who's the guy um, with the Bills? Josh Allen, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's been pretty good. Wyoming. Oh, God. Speaking of the quarterbacks, at the, t- at the time of taping of this podcast, old Harrison Bailey's entered the transfer portal. Yeah. Hate to see it. But... Where do we think he's going to go? Like, do you think he's going to get a, you think he's going to go to like Power Five or? Oh, definitely. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, the guy's got talent, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's like. Yeah, but like, talent. I bet he, I bet he goes like, like West Coast. No. I don't know. Like Cheney clearly didn't like him yeah. when he was here. Hypo clearly didn't like him. So, I don't know. Maybe he's just not that good. Maybe like a. Uh, like a UCF, something like that. But I guess with what Malzahn's running there, I don't know. I'd be curious uh-huh. to see maybe an ACC team. That'd be interesting. I was thinking Georgia like a, Tech would be. Yeah. I was thinking like an Arizona State or Arizona, <laughs> something like that. Kyle just wants him off the East Coast. I uh, never well, again. <laughs> our hair bear's gone. Well, he'll go to Washington State. So who is our third string quarterback now? Like, I don't. I have no clue. Is oh, Zach Jancic still on the team? Is he a wide receiver? <laughs> I have not. I don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh. Caden Salter wide. I mean, it might be. Things. might be. What's his uh, name? What's Holiday? I yeah, I always get Jimmy Holiday and Jimmy Callaway mixed up. But Yeah, Jimmy Holiday. I mean, we Jimmy Holiday was a quarterback before we switched him to wide receiver. So, yeah. Yeah. put him back a quarterback. But yeah, I mean, my God, if Hooker gets hurt, it's Joe Milton, and that's it. Right, I guess it was that uh, before. Um, I guess what Brian Mauer's still on campus, right? I mean, can they they can be in the transfer portal and like still play, right? I'm I'm not sure. I don't I don't know I don't know that you would, would want to, but, yeah. But I mean, if. Hooker gets hurt, and then Milton gets hurt. Can't we just be like, hey, I know you guys are transferring, but you want to play a little quarterback before you do? Because, I mean, they're going to look for a new place anyways. You know, Maybe they'll ball out. Uh, according to ESPN, we've got Sully McDermott, a quarterback, Gaston Moore, Spencer Smith. So, oh, stay healthy, guys. Oh, man. Jesus. Yeah. So glad that we get a bye week and it, it feels like it's at the right time. Like these guys have put it all out there for what, maybe four and four, eight weeks now. 
like oh feels yeah. feels nice let them rest up go out and finish the season strong get to a bowl game yeah. which Kyle was it you that shared the latest projection uh Tennessee versus Clemson yeah I mean that's as of today I think it was CBS sports that they're this week their bowl projections has Tennessee and Clemson in the Duke's Mayo Bowl uh, I guess it's in Charlotte um which you know Georgia beat them for the Duke's Mayo opener. So, was that in Charlotte? Be, that was, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Hmm. So, they'll be double Dukes. I would love a shot at Clemson. I want I want our program back from them. When's the last time we played them? Peach Bowl, right? Was that 2002? 2000 or 1? 2 or 3. I know we went to back to back played Clemson and Maryland. I think we played Clemson first. I think it was... Okay, I don't remember. Because Maryland, I mean, both of them, they beat us. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think they both beat us. Beat us pretty bad. I think we only scored a field goal in that game, but... Oh, man. Jeez. Yeah. So, what do you... Well, let's do a mid-season take. So... Um... What, what do you guys think? What would what grade would you give? I don't want to say the team, but like the coaching staff through this point. I would say probably a B. I mean, I think we obviously the South Carolina Missouri games. I've probably thought we would get one of those before the season. Getting both was big, huge missed opportunities against Pitt and Ole Miss. So I feel like to get an A, you have to win at least one of those. Could have won both of them. But slightly better than I expected, but huge missed opportunities. So I'll say B. Yeah, uh, for me, B sounds good. Like, I really want to give them an A because I'm really liking it. But like Caleb said, like, looking back on it, we probably should have beat Pitt, and we probably should have beat Old Miss. But at the same time, like I'm, I'm really happy that, especially with our coaches in the past, whether it's Pruitt or Butch, like I like that we did lose to Pitt, and Heupel made a change and was like he's he made adjustments and he went to somebody different and. He, he learned from his mistakes, and he learned from, you know, oh, this guy probably needs to be the starter, this backup. Like, we've not seen that for years, you know, where coaches are like, okay, like, I can accept that this is wrong, and I'm going to change it. So just that's kind of refreshing. So that, you know, I would say B+. Plus. B+, plus, yeah. Yeah. That's probably where I would be, too. I mean, just to finally have a coach that, can actually, you know, field a competent team and go out and beat who we should and be competitive in some of these games that we probably shouldn't. I would say, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm, I'm about there. <coughs> um, gosh, man, we got to get this recruiting class going. I'm scared. Yeah, I, well, I'm, I'm excited to see the coaching staff coming out of a bye week, you know, especially it probably being the last – important game of our season because i'm you know we're just all i'm assuming we're all shocking georgia up to a loss you don't want to beat the number one rated bulldogs in Neyland? well i'm just saying like i feel like 
South Alabama and Vanderbilt, knock on wood, that's the die is cast for that. Uh, and the die is cast for Georgia, but Kentucky is gettable. So yeah. I want us to come out there is super it, prepared. If you can go I think South Alabama is like – Go ahead. I, I think South Alabama is actually pretty good, so – yeah, I but still, I mean, that one completely. I know what I mean. I'm not a player, so I can overlook them. Uh, South uh, Alabama <laughs> is. Oh wait, that's Tennessee Tech. Never mind. Go ahead. But you know what? What's really pissing me off, you know, is like thinking that, like, just imagine how awesome that Pitt win would be now. You know, like Pitt's got it rolling. You know, and it's like, dang that, that win would have been really nice right now. Boy, it sucked to be a Pitt fan and be like what seven and one with a loss to Western Michigan, <laughs> like just basically ruined their whole season. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they still might win the ACC, so yeah, I mean, they still a pretty good season. Probably will. I don't know. The ACC is hot garbage. Oof. Um, but but Tennessee played the three front runners for the Heisman. Yeah. Um, Padded their resume each week too. Ah, all right. Any more Bama talk? Oh, one thing I and it's not Bama talk, but bye week stuff. I've not heard anything. I know we hypo like keeps the injury stuff down low, but have we heard anything about like injury, like people healing up? They're getting back to bet. You know, they're getting good. Have we heard anything? I've not heard anything. I, I haven't mean, heard. I mean, I don't know. With how, with how limited Evans especially has been lately, I think he should be pretty pretty close to 100% against Kentucky. I hope so. Man, I was a little I was a little worried about him. Like, he went out limping during the Alabama game one time, and I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. But, Hopefully he makes it back. Yeah. We need Cade Mays back. And did you guys see that, um, who is it, K-Ron Calvert might actually come back for the end of the season? Yeah. What did he do? That would be huge. Like, bicep or something yeah it was something like that something very painful that i never want to experience South i did Alabama see that uh, plays wait. uh arkansas state this weekend oh wow exciting alabama wait I, who plays them south south alabama, alabama. yeah is it going to be televised we need to do a watch party espn plus okay but uh, yeah. my last thought on bama is and I heard this this I guess it was today or yesterday, but apparently Jeremy or not Jeremy Pope, but uh, Josh Heupel told the team like we're not gonna hold Hendon Hooker out and we're not gonna hold uh, Ty, uh, Tyron Evans out because we don't want to uh, like just say this is a a no win situation. We're not gonna rest him up for the next week. We're not giving in. Like we're gonna go out. So I like the way he kind of likes told the team that, that even though I was a fan, I'd be like, rest them, you know, <laughs> give them two or three weeks. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it was the right decision too. That is exciting. Yeah, and we had I mean, that one play. I think it was the fumble where young fumbled into the end zone and high pull, like got fired up at the ref, said some, some naughty words. You're not supposed to say, I mean, not too bad, but, but I love to see that. That was good to see, honestly. 
Yeah. yeah, like that was the first time he'd really shown emotion. So it feels like they just never show him. Like I don't know, maybe it's all coaches, but like they'll show him at the beginning of the game, maybe, and after that, it's just like nothing. Unless you're Lane Kiffin. Well, he's always got the play sheet over, over his entire face. So yeah. yeah, yeah, but good job, Josh Heupel and coaching staff. Hope you all stay around um, many years and get some recruits. All right, what else we got about the mid-season report here? Nothing. I'm very surprised at how well our defense has played through the yeah. first eight games. Anyway, I think we've said that just about every week, but <laughs> I think everyone thought they were going to be complete trash, and they've actually been quite good. I mean, they've given up a lot of points, but they've still kind of played better than expectations. And it seems like they're well-coached, which is – the most promising thing to me is if we can just get some players and some depth and yeah. we might actually have a pretty good defense. I'm just, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking Same about me. Walter committing, being on that line next year. Gosh, man. Oh, I want to get some recruits. I mean, we lead the country in tackles for loss, which yeah. I know our defense plays a lot of snaps, but that's still crazy. Yeah, it is. It's one thing we've never projected at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say for me, like, obviously, the, I think the first answer is what Caleb says is defense. But my close number two is, like, the progression of Hendon Hooker. Like, the Hendon Hooker that played against Alabama is definitely, by far, a way better quarterback than the Hendon Hooker that went out versus Pitt, you know. So, I think he was just, like, excelled a lot. So... I just love how efficient he is. Like, gosh, don't have to worry yeah. about every pass out there. You know, just yeah. And I think that interception was totally on the wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, it was. You know? So he was throwing to a spot, and the wide receiver just went the other way. Yeah, it was sad. Sad to see. At least we didn't give I'll... up, and we tackled them before they ran it back. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll do a walk it back Wednesday here <laughs> i thought you know everyone said before the season that you know we're going to score a lot of points we're going to be fun to watch even if we lose at least it'll be fun and i was highly doubtful of that but i think it's actually been true one of the rare instances <laughs> where the group think narrative is true um we have actually been fun to watch even when we lose so that was good to see yeah yeah, it definitely feels like we've got finally the right coach, and man, I'm just I'm I'm excited. Like it, I'm I'm happy to be eight games into the season and not have just already given up on the year. Like it's gonna be exciting for sure. All right, what else we got? Any more football talk? What do you guys want to talk about? It's about with um, me, not a lot going on. Yeah, I mean, I don't really want to get into it, but. Go ahead. I was going to say basketball starts like this weekend, so we don't have to talk about it this episode, but future episodes, maybe we can talk some hoops. Yeah, we will. Yeah. What are we playing? Like, is it the Lenore Ryan warm up game? Yeah. 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 Yeah, we'll definitely get some hoop talk. I saw uh, Fulkerson broke his thumb or something. Yeah, he broke his thumb. 
apparently Chandler's been sick for like a few day, few days or something. What were we? We ranked? beat Davidson. Like 18th? Something like that. Fourth in the SEC. I saw fourth in the SEC. Oh please! Who's, who I feel like we're ranked a little low. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely feels that way. Um, but all you guys are going to come up to New York City and watch them on December seventh, I think, or something like that. So December seventh. <clears throat> I think it's like Tennessee, uh, Texas Tech, and Madison Square Garden. I don't know. Maybe. No, you ain't. Seems expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, basketball. Got the uh, baseball orange and white game this weekend, yes. too, for next week. Orange and white, for sure. Man, when's, I wish baseball season was longer. It should be like 70 or 80 games. I guess it's just too cold. I don't know. Um. <laughs> So when you make it other? to Omaha, you play quite a few games. Well, you're you have that possibility, but unfortunately, we didn't. It is exciting though, Smoky Stadium. This next Saturday, November sixth, right? Yeah, the day of the Kentucky yeah. game. Yeah, one o'clock, I believe. Free concessions will be available, but those are not free, according to the guy on Tony the other day. So, I might go check it out. We'll see. All right, what else we got? What do we want to talk about? Kyle, it's been raining up there, ain't it? We got a nor'easter. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nothing. Like, we got the rain and the wind while everybody was asleep. So, I went to bed. Nothing was happening. I woke up. Nothing was happening. It all happened when I was asleep. So, you know, this is like, I, I, I have to, like, Google what the term is for nor'eastern because... Like I said, this is my fifth year living here, and there's been like 27 nor'easterns, and like one of them might have been like kind of bad, you know. So I don't, I don't, it's, I don't know how they defined a nor'eastern or not, but I thought I'm not said impressed. He never slept though. How how'd you sleep through it? Well, I mean, I sleep. Oh, it's just um, a saying. Oh, I see. I yeah. See. Yeah. So Caleb, you were actually down in Bama territory for the game, weren't you? How was that? I was. It was a nice trip. We had fun. Uh, was everyone it? was Birmingham? nice. Only Birmingham. Yeah, there was an old Miss fan we met at the uh, at the park, and it was kind of awkward. We didn't talk about it, but we were both thinking about it. Um, <laughs> I don't think, I mean, I wore my Tennessee stuff the whole weekend and no one even commented on it, so I don't even know if they care too much anymore. Ain't the 90s anymore. Gosh. All right, we want to wrap this up. Go ahead and complain about something. Caleb. All right, uh, I'll go. Yeah, you go. Mine, mine is not very original. I'm sure we've done this before, but traffic is freaking awful lately we were driving to birmingham it took us like two hours to get through chattanooga it was freaking ridiculous i don't understand how there can't be efficient ways to reroute when there's traffic and today it took me like an hour to get from hillsby parkway to downtown knoxville it was crazy yeah it's ugh. 
Especially, man, 40 in the afternoons and mornings. Oh, my gosh. Just don't even try. There were like two crashes on 40, and you couldn't couldn't go any back roads because everyone was going back roads. So it literally took us an hour. It's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Kyle, what you got? Yeah, I just want to uh, just say that I, I went to college around Chattanooga, and I've lived in a bunch of places, and that Chattanooga traffic is ridiculous like i don't like i don't understand it it's such a small town there's like so many roads but that little stretch of interstate is just i don't understand why it bottlenecks there but anyway uh just sympathizing with caleb uh my gripe is just the weather right now being like you know because i walk everywhere like i basically just walk and have a backpack with me but like you wake up in the morning right now and it's freezing by uh, like lunchtime, two o'clock, it's kind of like springtime. By four o'clock, it's like summer hot hell in a basket. Just you're burning up, sweating. And then by like five or six o'clock, it's back to freezing again. So it's like you have all four seasons, like in the midst of like six hours. And it's just like, I don't, I have a small little backpack. And do I wear a hoodie? Do I put a jacket on? Like, what do I do? Like, I don't know. It just, it just sucks because I'm like, Freezing or sweating the entire time. I'm never just comfortable. Well, that's the the trade-off for living in such a big city, you know. You guys gotta, Thank you. It's like in Chattanooga, you know, you get the traffic because you get the great internet. So you just got to get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, All right, Matt, gripe, what's your gripe? Kind of along the lines with uh, Kyle and the weather is um, getting colder and i have arthritis so right now like my hands are just oh man it i can't grip anything longer than like 15 seconds before i just oh feel like i'm 90 years old so i'm not looking forward to that might need to invest in some mittens or something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be bad i'm gonna give a preview of a future drive of the time change i'm already hating it oh, how gosh. early it's getting dark when is terrible that? yeah Oh, wait, oh, it weeks, wait, it already happened? No. Oh. Even though no, but it, it, but it is getting... so many times, like I still wake up in a panic, like checking every clock, like, oh, which which one's right? What what do I do? You know, then yeah. Google time.gov and check that. Oh, I'm sick of it. I just hate, I just hate leaving work at like 4, 30, 5 o'clock and it's like pitch black. I just hate that. Like, have you ever seen uh what's it called Kyle? Uh, Manhattan Hinge where the sun sets on that one road? Yeah, I've, I've done that a couple of times. It's it's fine. I mean, the two or three streets that really have it really perfectly, it's just so many people there. And it, you know, it's just like a, a few minute window, so it's just like there's a ton of like Instagram photographers there and you can kind of see it between their shoulders, so I mean, it's fine. Well, that's cool. I wish yeah. there was like a a Neyland hinge, you know? Yeah, Gay Street hinge. <laughs> I th- I there is one in Knoxville. I think I saw something on this subreddit once. All right, anybody got anything else? Oh, before we go, name. We finally have a name. We have all that figured out. Caleb, take it away, Mr. Press Release Man. Okay, so I think we had three pieces of exciting news. First, as you probably noticed, we had a what like four different names 
over the past eight weeks. We were elite porch talk boys, buddies, buddies, uh, perpetually unnamed podcasts, and well, generally falter <laughs> often yield. So we went with none of those, and now we are good old Rocky Pod, which we will continue to be until we're not. <laughs> so that's the first thing. Second thing is uh, good old Rocky Pod has agreed to join um, the absolute latest, which is um, a digital media brand that provides the absolute latest, get it, and uh, sports, entertainment, politics, pop culture, pretty much anything you could want to know. Fashion, yes. They're going to they're going to cover it all. So we're super excited to be part of the the absolute latest network and you'll be here be hearing more about that um, in future episodes. Um, and last but not least, you can now find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts so that you don't actually have to look at our faces. Um, so please check us out there. Leave us a nice little review, five-star rating. Uh, make sure to subscribe. Uh, but if you do want to continue to look at us, you can also check us out on YouTube. Also, check out our Instagram and, and Twitter. Twitter. We need Twitter followers. We the exciting thing about that absolute latest thing is, like, you will be able to see us not only talk about sports on here, but, you know, Matt and Caleb love country music. They might be doing a country music podcast or... You know, me and Chris might be doing a movie or TV show podcast, so who knows what you'll see us do. See us do a lot of things. That's why we got Kyle up in New York, so he can go to those fashion shows for us, yeah. break them down, report on it. I'll report on the wine and food festival first. Well, you got to wait a year to get to that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, exciting news. Um, we're also available on Pretty much any podcasting platform is what I've been told. So just look us up. Good old Rocky Pod. Shout out to our European listeners. Don't know who you are or why you're listening, but we love you all. Um, other than that, what, what have we got to end it off with this week? Final thoughts? So just all enjoy your nice, relaxing weekend. Any plans this weekend? What are you guys doing? Halloween. Oh, yeah. Are you dressing yeah. up? Trying to get. I'm not, but uh, trying to get the kiddo to dress up as Elmo, but he is resisting pretty strongly. He does not want to to look like Elmo, <laughs> though he loves Elmo. Oh, I guess that that's respectable. Weird. Maybe maybe his dad should dress up as Elmo. He'd love that. I bet. <laughs> Kyle, are you dressing up? Are you trick or treat. Uh, no, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, we'll pro- I'll probably go walk around, see something, because everybody goes crazy around here. There's, there's a bunch of people decorating. There's haunted houses and stuff around here, so I might sneak into one of those Sunday night. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah. How does trick or treating work up there? Like, do kids go like? Yeah, I mean, there's like a they do like a Halloween parade. Uh, that like everybody like. All the kids like stand on the sides, and people like go and throw them candy at them and stuff. But my my neighborhood here is pretty family friendly, so uh, this is my first Halloween. And this no, this is my second Halloween in this apartment. I didn't have anybody come last year, so did you have candy ready? 
No, I mean, I always have Reese pieces, but those are for me. Oh, yeah. But, you know, if, like <laughs> someone, but if like if a kid knocked on the door, I'd give him a handful. Well, how'd you say you know, Reese's Pieces? Yeah, Reese's Pieces. Yeah, that's the way it is. That's how I say it. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just I'll pour some in a solo cup and give them to him. Reese's Pieces, yeah, not not anything else for all you podcast listeners. Um, <laughs> right. But, yeah, it's exciting. I'm not dressing up, so I don't know the last time I did dress up. been years. It'll be fun sometime. Maybe next year we'll have a the absolute latest Halloween party, and we'll all dress up. Do a Halloween special. Yep. But all right, Caleb, we're going to let you take it out. What's the final word? Um, my final word is just watch football stress-free this weekend. It's my favorite weekend to watch football. So that's, that's it. And go Braves. Chop on. That took too long. So I'm going to end it with screw you and your fantasy team, Caleb. Good night.